Hey, happy Friday. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Sorry, hello. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Friday, December 10th, 2021, and this is episode number 383, I think. Barry on Deck, as always, Barry on Deck, brought to you by the AP Law Group. If you have been injured in an accident, call my guys Gilbert and Arsha over at the AP Law Group. 713-913-GO-AP. Log on to APLawGroup.com. Hey, welcome to the program. Uh, Holy shit, we're already doing a shoe check? No, we, like, literally just... Wow. I mean, we probably should have started sooner. It's a slacker day. I'm just going regular old Air Force Ones. Hard to match with Maroon. I got nothing that matches with Maroon, so there it is. Um, I, uh, holy shit, am I exhaustedly tired. I had to put on powder on my face I, this is feel like too far out this isn't intimate enough i think we gotta go like right there i like that that works i had to put powder on my face because my the bags under my you can kind of see them now but i gotta get some goddamn sleep holy shit i'll be honest with you this was one of those mornings after oh, this kind of week where i was just like man i'm just calling in sick to work just call in sick. Uh, <laughs> uh, Terrence, what's up, dude? Terrence said, uh, what's up, Barry on Sports digging the A&M shirt. Go Horns. Hey, dude, suck it. Go. I'm not even mad at the Horns. I don't even. Let's face it. Both of these schools suck right now. Phillips said some of, ha- some of us haven't recovered from last night, dude. Yeah, I think I went to bed at 4. By the final time I finally fell asleep, it was about 4.30. So, yeah, it's Thursday into Friday, if I have a lot of shit to get done, it is a rough, rough uh, transition. But enough about me crying about my sleep schedule and my sleep patterns. What's up, what's up to everybody on the Podbean? Eric Resendez is over there. Titan Hugo is over there already hanging out. You can watch us on Podbean. I don't know the exact address. Just get the Podbean app. Find Barry on deck. Add us in. You're good to go. Um, you can follow or watch on Facebook for now. If the numbers aren't worth the effort that it takes me to prepare this show, I may just squash the whole Facebook thing. I really did think that, oh, you know, we'll get a different audience, but mm, 
I mean, I really appreciate Reyes keeping it alive over there, keeping it going, but it just almost seems counterproductive at this point. Uh, and then you can obviously watch us on YouTube for the time being until until and if I make the switch over to the Book of Faces. Speaking of that, let me pull up the... Um, there you go. Get the chat messages going for Facebook. All right, cool. Uh, so, busy day. Busy, busy weekend ahead of us. We'll preview some NFL college, I mean, some NFL football today. And then we've got a lot of stuff that I didn't get to during the week, including this proposal and a soccer thing that, you know, I don't talk soccer. Um, well, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, I wasn't going to do any sports today, if I'm being honest. But then I was like, no, nah, we got to talk some sports. And it's NFL week 14. We'll, we'll go through the schedule and, talk about it i don't have the laminator 5000 done yet so i'm just way behind on everything so we may have to go into the ama or whatever i don't know this is gonna be a this might be a shitty show if you're new to the show this might not be the show to judge what we do here on today it's one of those shows where you ever go to work and you just kind of you get there and you you go you put your shit in your cube you go straight to the coffee and you get you some coffee and you see that one annoying, that Tammy in accounting chick. And she comes and you're just like, not today, Tammy. I don't, I don't want to put up with your shit today. And she's like, oh, but I left some jello surprise in the refrigerator. Tammy, I don't, I'm not fucking with you today. Oh, somebody's got Mr. Grumpy pants. And you just go and sit back in your cube and you just basically send out a really shitty email to as many coworkers as you can, letting them know today ain't the day that I want to be fucked with. <laughs> and then you really don't do any work, right? You just sit in the cube and you look busy. You'll do did you guys ever do this? I did this where I would have a spreadsheet on my screen. As a project manager, I would have Microsoft Project and a spreadsheet up. And then I would have whatever I was surfing, looking at or whatever. And I had the alt tab. If you don't know, alt tab changes windows back and forth. So you could literally just have YouTube up, TikTok. I don't give a shit. Uh, what was that? Minesweeper? You can have anything. I would work on like shit that I like side businesses that I had going on. I'd work on website shit, whatever. I've always had some sort of side hustle going. And then just when people walk by, alt tab, alt tab. They just never know. You just, you know, and, and the strategy is when you set your cube up, you never leave your screen. You never have it. So you ever walked in somebody's cube and they got that mirror on their monitor so they can like, they look like a bus driver or they can look behind them and see who's entered their cube. That's a flaw in your cube dwelling system. You don't do that. You got to turn. I don't give a shit how awkward it is. You got to make sure that your monitor isn't seen by anybody that walks in your queue at any point. Because motherfuckers will surprise you. You're that little sneaky ass middle management. I ain't got no life and this is as great as it'll ever get. Dude named Bobby. Just comes up. He just, you just out of nowhere. He's like. Hey, what you doing on the internet? Ah, you're busted. I'm writing you up. Let's go. Ah, this is how I derive my joy in my life by writing my subordinates up. So I always made sure no matter what my cube looked like, like if I zoom out here, like I got this desk, you can't really tell. 
I got a desk that kind of curves around here. Hey, Oliver! What's up, buddy? Hi! He's hungry. Uh, but, like, you know, I would have, like, if my monitor was here, I would I would have my monitor, like, here if that was the door. Or, like, if that's the door, I would literally have my monitor, like, right here. And I would have to work like this and shit. I wouldn't care. You're not catching me. You're not surprising me, Bobby. You're not coming in my goddamn cube busting me for surfing the web or whatever. So, anyways, that's what today is. This is a, I just want to sit in my cube. Y'all leave me the fuck alone. Not y'all, but the coworkers. My coworkers. Oliver. Oliver and uh Spencer are my coworkers. You guys are you guys are like the distraction. All right, and enough. That's enough silliness. Uh let's get to the important shit, which is the greatest decade in the history of the world. Couldn't hear it for a second. Uh guess who's back? Back again. What's up? Shelby. Shelby was the first in the chat. First with the super chat. First like triple crown. Jeff Bell, I hope you're keeping up with this shit. I swear to God, if we did all this, Jeff Bell, and you stopped counting, I'm going to be so pissed. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so mad, Jeff Bell. What? Don't let me down. Jeff Bell, you got to go back and watch a year's worth of shows to catch up. But Shelby, thank you, sweetie, for being here early. Thank you for being the greatest decade in the history of the world for the next hour and 40 minutes. And then you go, go back to being a regular ass Shelby. That's a great mom. You just you just go back to doing that. Uh, rest of the chat looks like this. Wallace was in early. Lil Uzi was here. TDP, what's up, playboy? Fidel, Mr. 1% Chris Reyes, who was dominating yesterday. Uh, Lisa, oh, what's up, real, real? Wallace, Eric Resendez, Justin Swinford. <laughs> Justin said, stop the Shelby breakfast with Barry. I love that they stopped the Shelby. That's so funny to me. Cisco, what's up, homie? He said, at work, but I'll catch the replay. Love you, deckheads. $5 Friday. Barry, don't forget to name drop the winery. I did yesterday. I will do it again today. I promise you, buddy. I got you, famo. I'm very appreciative of them, so I got you and them. Aaron J. Bryant, what's up? Joe Pro, what's up, homie? Appreciate the kind words last night. Uh, who else is here? Terrence, what's up, fam? He said, I'm on time for the first time on a Friday. What's good, deckheads? I wasn't, and that's on me. I got to be a better host. I suck at this. Uh, who else is here? Alex Villanueva, Nick Gamboa, Jeff Bell is speaking of. Jeff Bell, what's up, dude? Good to have you in chat today. Dandy Dan is here. Hey, dude, I heard about your shoulder. I'm sorry. Jen, what's up, sweetie? Steven Luther, what up, dude? Uh, who else? My Miss Donna, my sweet Donna. VB got Liddy last night on Sports Riot. Had us... Uh, Dancing and and had Johnny doing karate last night. Sports riot was off the chain. Had to had to represent from a boys today on the show last. If you're not watching us, twitch.tv forward slash sports riot live. We get wild. Last night got super wild. So you're missing good times if you're not watching sports riot. What's up, Dimata? <clears throat> uh, um, laughing at everybody thinking that first. Alan Denson, what's up, dude? Good to see you, buddy. Who else is here? Let me get through the rest. Nick Gambo, I think I got you already. TDP, hey, what's up, Stream Elements? Thanks for joining. <laughs> Terrence, what's up, dude? Good to have you here. Thank you for being here. Tony Garza, you handsome son of a bench. She sounds like Smeagol. Oh, okay. Uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Good to see you, sweetie. I swear we need to catch a game one time, Marsha. You mean Nora and Tommy. Uh, Rudolph, what's up, dude? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Back the fuck up. Uh, Shelves got you. Aaron J. Bryant over there on the book of faces. He said, keep Facebook alive. Eh, 
Listen, we try things. If it don't work, it don't work. By the way, I like your uh, I like your avatar there, homie. Looking good. What's up, Marty? What up, dog? Uh, Philip Bernard, Keith Sager is here. Dude, we got to do lawn talk today. I almost forgot. I'm glad you I'm glad you were here, Keith. I'm glad you were here. Uh, Dora, hey Barry. You growing out your Santa beard? You shut up, Dora. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It, I I don't want to say this is embarrassing. This is the God's honest truth though. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to shave it for TV today when we're done with the show. I just didn't have time to shave it. But like this patch right here, I was told that like the more you shave, the more like the, the dark stubble will grow back in the dark hairs. Cause right now this is just like these holes. It's just like fuzz. So I literally, right before the show started, I powdered my face to cover the, the black circles under my eyes. And then I just shaved those little holes. That's it. That's all I did. It was awful. Awful. Uh, Donna, it was Oscar winning performance on SRL. Well, we, we got wild. It was crazy. All right. Enough about that. Let's get to our sports headlines. A lot of stuff going on um, leading us into a, a busy football weekend. Week 14 in the NFL. Uh, Demarius Thomas has died at the age of 33. Sad news to start it off. I wasn't sure. I, I looked for a cause of death. I don't think they've released one yet, but I think they think that it is a medical condition um, that has been the result or, or the uh, the cause of him passing away. So uh, sad news that former Denver Bronco, former Houston Texan for a hot minute, Demarius Thomas uh, has died at the age of 33. Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, has guaranteed the Cowboys would win. Now, this is a little bit of the news being the news, okay? Because Mike McCarthy said, I expect us to win this weekend. Uh, oh, wait, what was his exact? I want to I get this right because this is a little bit of the media being the media. Let me see, where's my headlines? Uh, here we go. So this was the exact quote. We're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. So that's not guaranteeing a win. That's not like, oh, I guarantee you we're going to win no matter what. Dak, no Dak, right? Heineke, Heineken, Heimlich, bring them all on. That that all he said, and then when then they asked him about, it, they were like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh you just gave him bulletin board material for a division game against the Washington football team." Oh, and he said, "What am I supposed to say? I fully expect to win every game I've ever competed in." And he's got a great point. He didn't guarantee. He says he expected them to win. I'm confident we're going to win. We're going to win. What is he supposed to say as the head coach? Boy, we're going to probably lose this game, you know, but it's going to be like, it's not time to panic yet, but we're going to lose. I just think it's stupid. I don't think he guaranteed when you look at it, when you get really get into it. I don't think he really guaranteed they win. He just, he's confident in his team and he should be. It's a good football team despite their struggles as of late. And no, I don't care what they did in New Orleans. Uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't happy with James Robinson being benched. Apparently, James Robinson has a case of the oopsies, the dropsies, the fumblies. And uh, Urban Meyer and crew felt it best to put him on the bench 
and not give him as many opportunities as he had been getting. Trevor Lawrence doesn't like that. He wants James Robinson out there. He's fighting for his guy. He wants his player out there. And the crazy thing is, Trevor Lawrence's quote was, hey, let's put him out there. We're in a good place. We're good. You're in a good place. Bro, y'all are terrible. Your whole team is terrible. What do you mean you're in a good place? Does someone Can someone remind Trevor Lawrence that he plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars and that they're bad? We're in a good place? No, you're not. And guess what? Not to, not to, not to support the coaching staff because, you know, back who you want to back. But turnovers on a team as bad as Jacksonville? Just, you, you just can't fade that. You're already bad. You can't give the ball away. So you understand why they made the move, and good for Trevor Lawrence for having his teammates back. That'll win him some brownie points in the locker room. But don't be saying we're in a good place. Be saying, hey, look, we're fighting. We're out here. We want everybody. We want all of our soldiers in line, James included. I want James on the front line with me fighting, clawing, and trying to get better. Like, that's a better quote than, ah, we're good, man. We're, we're in a good place. No, there's nothing good about Jacksonville. Not the place, not the team, not the place they're in, nothing. Stop that, Trevor Lawrence. You're being silly over there. Um, good news if you're a Kevin Sumlin fan or maybe a Prairie View A&M fan. Kevin Sumlin has been contacted by Prairie View A&M about their head coaching opening. I find that interesting. Boy, Sumlin at one point was the hottest name in college football after what he did at U of H coming out of OU. Goes to U of H. Performs miracles, goes up to AM. Johnny Manziel makes him look like a genius. Well, actually, Mike Evans makes Johnny Manziel Heisman Trophy worthy, which also makes Kevin Sumlin look like a genius. Flames out there after a couple years in the SEC, goes out to Arizona State. No, Arizona. I don't even know what he did out there. What did he do at Arizona? Let's. Let's look see that up. Kevin Sum. I'm using this one. I usually am over there, but I'm gonna use this one. I like this one because it gives me a little more. More camera time. That's not what I mean. Um <clears throat> He was oh wow boy, he's he's been around since eighty nine. Uh Arizona twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. What did he do in Arizona? What was his he was five and seven. Four and eight and oh and five. How, 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 if you, okay, so in Houston, his head coaching record, he went eight and five, 10 and four, five and seven, and then 12 and one. Took him to the Ticket City Bowl. They finished uh, 14th in the coaches' poll, 18th in the AP poll. And then he went 11 and two, nine and four, eight and five, eight and five, eight and five, seven and five. What is the deal with eight and five at A and M? This is this is what this school is, and then you can fire all the people you want. This is what this school is. This school is eight and five, nine and four. That's just what it is. But he goes eleven and two his first season in A and M. Um, wins the Cotton Bowl, ends the season ranked fifth. Next season he ends the season ranked eighteenth, and then it's shit the bed city after that. And then of course his record in Arizona. So I mean. Sumlin basically had two, four really good years in college football. And the rest of it was just mediocre and struggling. 
But I think if you're on that road to redemption as Kevin Sumlin, which he's made a grip. He's got so many racks. He doesn't need to worry about it. But if you want that road to redemption, maybe maybe Prairie View is the place to start. Could be worse. Back in Texas, I guess. Recruiting is easier. Uh, Ben Simmons says he wants to play for Greg Popovich. Oh, boy. If ever there was a cry for help, this is it. If ever a player cried for help, this is it. Ben Simmons is basically saying, I'm undisciplined, I can't get my shit together, and I need someone to hold me accountable and make me get my shit together. Pop, can you do that? Might actually be a thing. I wonder if they could swing a trade. I wonder if NBA trade machine. How could we do this? Let's see. Let me pop this over here. Is this a scenario that would work, chat? Could we actually figure out a way to let's see here? Zoom out. Wish I could do both and the zoom out. Um, I'm gonna get to some of your chat messages in just a second. Don't worry, based on these headlines. But I want to do this so. Let's add a team here. We're going to go Spurs. And we're going to add the Sixes. And they're going to trade Ben Simmons. Wait, whoa, no. Get back. So they're going to trade Ben Simmons, which is $33 million. Boy, look at the contracts on the Spurs right now. Yeesh. Where's DeMar DeRozan? Is he not on here? Did did I miss something? What the hell? Ha- what am I thinking right now? Oh, he's with the Bulls now? Oh, my God. I got to keep up. I totally forgot he went to the Bulls. Wow. Wow, I'm way behind on my Spurs basketball. So this is the Spurs. So that's not even happening. You'd have to trade Murray and White, which I guess, but that's going to leave you a little shout. You'd have to go Murray and White, try this trade. Yay! But if you're if you're the Sixers, do you really want to do that? I guess if you want to get rid of Ben, they want a big name though. They want a big splash. I don't I don't think they're interested in uh just some average couple of dudes, you know. Oh, cool. You're the highest paid Spurs right now. Okay. That's like being the highest paid Sacramento King. People look at that and go, okay, that's great. Uh, lastly, uh, Oregon has asked permission of UCLA to interview Chip Kelly. So Oregon trying to run it back. Oregon trying to run it back, trying to get Chip Kelly back in and rekindle that magic. And look, I, you know, you can say what you want about Chip Kelly's, what he did in Philly and what what he's done everywhere else. But Chip Kelly is a college football coach, especially if he was back in Oregon, it might just work. You know what I mean? Rekindle the old flame and you never know. I, I, I don't think it's the stupidest thing in the world. I think Oregon might want to try to find some younger coaching talent. But, you know. I've always say this, the devil you know versus the devil you don't. You know what's go- what you're going to get in Chip Kelly in Oregon. Excuse me, recruiting-wise and everything else. So, uh, Let's get some of your reactions to the headlines from the chat. 
Marty said Barry's beard looks more like an elf beard. Hey, the roast was last week or two. Shut up, Marty. Uh, let's see. I keep forgetting Fridays start early, said Sean. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Was it seizures for Demarius Thomas? Holy shit. That's not good. Um, Yeah, Terrence said he didn't guarantee, guarantee anything. Heartthrob said, listening to Shannon Sharp this morning, DT had a car wreck but a year ago and developed seizures after it. Oh, that's terrible. That's that's awful, man. That's so sad. Um, howdy, what's up, Flip? Uh, that's <laughs> Alex Villanueva said Cully wouldn't guarantee a win. He'd just say, "Yeah, we suck." That's true. What's up, Sandoval? What's up, Marty Z said, "Ouch." I believe uh, he had Case Keenum at U of H. Yes, that's true. He did have Case Keenum at U of H. I mean, I feel like you're bragging right there. Someone had Case Keenum at U of H, correct. Um, Sean, Sean said, I love watching them. Think they have a chance every year. Their fans are the worst, and I'm not even from Texas. Who are you talking about, the Aggies? Oh, yeah, it's the worst. This fan doesn't think they have a chance every year. This fan knows. And Sean, you shut your whore mouth. Worst fan base in the nation. I say Aggie or Notre Dame. Are you shitting me? You know who says they're the worst fan base? Aggies always say Longhorn has the worst fan base or Bama or OU. And then OU will say it's Oak State or UT. UT will say it's, UT doesn't even give a shit about A&M, but UT will be like, oh, it's got to be OU or, you know, it's hilarious that everybody out here the Aggies, I, I wouldn't say the worst fan base, Sean. I think what you, I think the the proper term you're looking for is the most delusional fan base, not the worst. I mean, trust me, nobody wants to play at Kyle Field for a reason. They're supportive, but they're delusional. So maybe, maybe relax on the worst fan base, asshole. Part of this fan base. Uh, Justin said, no, it's definitely Ohio state. See, you're about to get cut by Jen. Uh, who else is here? Uh, you got to take the payday if the college is offering. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, but someone's got so much money, Frank. I don't think he needs it. Uh, I forget how long were the Sixers fans supposed to trust the process. Yeah. No shit. Right. Joe pro is the process thing over. Buckeyes fans are salt of the earth. Midwestern folks. Okay, now you're delusional. Like, for real, for real. Hardtop said, I wouldn't call OU fans the worst, but damn, they're obnoxious. Okay. <laughs> Keith Sager said, all Big Ten schools are delusional. Well, there's that. Dallas Cowboys or fans are the most delusional. Oh, shit. You've done done it now, D-Mata. I can't save you now, buddy. And I saw your Formula One question. Repost it. I don't remember what it was. It was something and i don't know the answer um but yeah now they're talking about i'm gonna be late to my own funeral i hate you guys i hate you guys so much what's up jesus good to see you buddy thanks for being here man uh thanks for being here all right now before we continue real quick i'd like to tell you about the upcoming streamathon. this is kind of like a read a little bit a little bit but don't forget, Deckheads, the second annual Barry on Deck Streamathon is going down. It's going down. December 17th, Friday, December 17th at 7 p.m. We're doing an extra show that day. I'm going to go shoot the TV, come back, and we're going to do a show here. 
And it's going to be a lot of fun. I've got some special guests planned, including Christopher Hart and Joel Blank, trying to get Raheel, uh, trying to pull a few strings and get a couple of other folks. We've got some amazing raffle items for you to win just in time for Christmas. We've got some amazing items for you to bid on and auction gifts for yourself or a loved one. Uh, so much stuff. I'm not going to just belabor all of the things you can get because there's a lot and a lot of it is really dope. But some of the things you can get just really quickly, and I'm not going to mention whether it's auction or raffle. These are just some of the things that are going to be available to you guys. Custom shoes, $500 in booze, dental cleanings, cologne and perfumes, his and her Burberry, uh, tickets to the Sabercats, Rockets swag package, um, autographed gloves from Derek Lewis, an autographed helmet from Jeff Bagwell and Craig Biggio, an autographed bat from Manny Machado, a six-person wine tasting at William Chris Vineyards, courtesy of Cisco. Uh, you get to go out to high in, in the Hill Country and do a wine tasting, so that's dope. Um, autographed Pulp Fiction poster. Like, there's so tattoos. Um, we're working on food stuff. We've got golf packages, courtesy of, of Jeremy Branham. Like, there's so much stuff. I'm telling you, you guys are not going to want to miss this. The raffle will start on Monday. And we're also doing a deckhead raffle, a deckhead only raffle. You've got to be on the Discord, so you got to be a member of the Patreon to get in on this. And the way you do it is real simple. I'm going to put it on the Discord, and you buy your raffle tickets, and $3 from every raffle ticket that you, the, from the deckhead only raffle is going to go directly to Zoe's Outreach, who is the, um, the organization that we're supporting this year. And then the other $2 is going to go back in the pot. So if we sell 100 tickets, that's 200 bucks, and it's a draw, and it's a winner-take-all. So one of you is going to win the pot, and that's your money. You do with it what you want. You buy Christmas gifts, buy yourself something nice. I don't give a shit. So there you go. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this. We've got a great crew behind the scenes making this happen. We've got so much stuff to give away. The list is a mile long. I'm going to get a a, a list uh, clarified and tidied up for Monday's show, and we'll have it for you next week. But bidding on, or excuse me, raffle will start uh, on December 13th. I think the auction should start fairly soon after that as well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it, and the goal is to raise $10,000. The goal is to raise $10,000. This is a lofty goal. It's a lofty goal. Nick said, man, there's nothing wrong with your logo. Uh, oh, you're talking about the redesign? Eh. Eh. I mean, it was just kind of a last-minute throw-together thing. Justin Swift, what time does the, the streamathon start? 7 o'clock. 7 p.m. On the dot. Okay, let's calm down with the on the dot shit. Um, what did Sandoval say? Demata. Oh. Uh, hey, real quick, I got to say thank you to everybody that has sent in a $5 Friday so far. And it's been a bunch of you. And I appreciate you. Crystal, thank you, sweetie. Uh, she says, uh, $5 Friday, F shock. That was fun last night. Crystal got in shock's ass, boy. Wouldn't let go. It was, she's like a pit bull. She's like, shock was just like, well, okay. Um, Sylvia, sweetie, thank you for the $5 Friday. She said, happy fancy Friday. I'll catch you on the replay. Thank you, sweetie girl. Uh, appreciate you. I'll see you in the comments. PP dubs. Thank you for the $5 Friday. Truck driver Pookie sent a $5 Friday said he got a bunch of hashtags in. Hashtag Lambom. Hashtag Screwhouse. Hashtag Stop the Shelby. Hashtag Law Talk. 
Hashtag rip yard of the month. Hashtag fuck YouTube. Hashtag rip XP. Hashtag time to get frunk. Hashtag law talk again. I dig those hashtags. Donna, sweetie, thank you for the $10, $5 Friday. You're the best. Jen, thank you, sweetie. Unnecessary as, as always. You work here, but thank you for the $5 Friday as well. And Alex Villanueva sent a $10 PayPal. Uh-oh, I got logged out of my, I got logged out of my pals over there. Uh, Alex Villanueva sent a $10 PayPal. And he said, yo, another week of great fun. Thanks for putting this platform together to bring a great community together and to interact. This is definitely the place to be for straight honesty. And I love it. 100. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, for real, man, you're an integral part of this community and uh, you are appreciated, my friends. Thank you for the $10, $5 Friday. Thank you all for your support of the show. Um, What does that say? Shelby said, what did Shelby say? Nick? question mark oh i meant to type if nick would be making an appearance but my brain broke for a second uh, i haven't talked to nick yet about it i still have a laundry list of people i have to reach out to so hopefully nick can it won't be joel nick and me we're that's i'm not doing that anymore i'm not i'm not i'm not doing that anymore individually yeah i want to have those guys on but i think we've all got to move past it that's a that is a dead done dog that dead horse we're not beating that horse dead anymore. But I would love to have Nick on individually. And I need to get him on for UFC stuff, for MMA stuff. I need to going to do a better job of that in 2022 of having him on to talk MMA for sure, even if it's you know 15 minutes on a Friday or a Monday. So um, not you, Nick. Not that Nick. Lord. I feel like Nick, you would choke. I'd put you on, you'd be like, uh, 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 uh. Start sweating and shit. Um, Truck Driver Pookie said, Can I max out my deckhead raffle tickets today before I drink the rest of my check away after uh, I buy Christmas gifts? No. No, because we don't have the PayPal set up. It's not going to be done through me this time where you guys Venmoed me and all that. It's all done through the Bidding Owl website, so I don't have to keep up with it. And Jen doesn't have to keep up with it. And Katie doesn't have to keep up with it. And the VB, our accountant, uh, has to keep up with it. Oh, I know, Shelby. That was more of a stream of consciousness discussion that I had out loud. I knew what you meant. You just meant individually, but I was like stream of conscious. Like, you know what? We're not going to do the thing anymore either. So that was, that's not on you. That was me. That was me just, uh, you know, talking out my ass. Uh, Eric Rosen has asked, do you have some thoughts about tomorrow's fights? Dude, I have not even looked. Uh, let me look. Truck driver Pookie's like, what's up, Beaners? Uh, about to drive again, so jumping over here. Okay, I got to stop saying that. We're not. <laughs> uh, we're just going to go with Podbean listeners. Because I don't want to get in trouble. You guys are going to get me in trouble. It's, uh, <laughs> I, do like, I do like that it was Truck Driver Pookie that said it. Um, what is it? UFC, what UFC fight is it, Eric Resendez? Let's take a look. UFC. Let me just go to their website, I guess, and see. Oh, it's the Charles Oliveira Dustin Poirier fight. Ooh, boy. Amanda Nunez and uh Juliana Pena. <sighs> Jeff Neal, my, my guy. Dude, I watched Jeff Neal come up through the ranks in Houston. That dude's a killer, man. He was Jeff Neal came out of like Dallas, I think. And um no one really knew who this cat was. And Eric Garcia of Garcia Promotions had Fury fighting and, and the amateurs. And I forget what the amateurs was called, but well, he brought Jeff Neal in, and Jeff Neal just wiped out everybody in Houston like that. Like, guys that we thought were so tough, Jeff Neal was just destroying them. 
And uh, so it's no wonder he's all the way to the UFC. So that's cool to see. Sean O'Malley. Uh, who else is here? Odie Cody Garbrandt's fighting. Oh, this is a pretty good card. I may have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get my uh, shot on Friday. I'll discuss in a second. But uh, this is a damn good card. UFC 269, huh? I kind of dig this, man. I tell you what, boy. I haven't watched enough uh, UFC lately, Eric. But based on what I know of these fighters, unless they changed significantly, and thank you for liking the show over there, guys, and being over there. We got two folks on Podbean, Eric and. Truck driver Pookie, Titan Hugo. We got three now. Okay. Um, Charles Oliveira is such a well-rounded fighter. And he was always that guy that was on the fringe. And what did, what did uh, let's see. Yeah, they're both 32 years of age. I mean, they're they're basically identical in this statistically. Man, it's tough for me not to pick Charles Oliveira just because his skill set. Like when 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 Dustin was fighting Connor, it was one of those things where, you know, Connor's not like Charles is a plus fighter on his feet. He's a plus fighter on the ground. Connor's not a plus fighter on the ground. Connor Connor's an average to below average fighter when he's not standing. When he's standing, he's a ten of ten. Very few people can can just trade punches with Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier was one of them. But Dustin always knew he could get that fight to the ground if he wanted to. You can't do that with Charles Oliveira. He's fast. He's, he's slick on the ground. He's a legit BJJ black belt. So I think it's going to be a really good fight. It's an intriguing matchup, but I'd probably go Oliveira. I don't Oliveira, I should say. Uh, what are the odds? UFC 269. And Amanda Nunes, what do you say? I mean, who's picking against her? Not this guy. Let's see. UFC 269 odds. Uh, this is according to MMA Mania. Excuse me. Uh, what the hell? The fuck did this get out of order? What is going on? Oh, here's the main card. I was like, what the hell? So Sean O'Malley is a minus 300. Cody Garbrandt's a minus 135. So they're both favored. Jeff Neal's a plus 105 underdog. Oh, I like that. Uh, Juliana Pena is a plus 600 dog. The biggest dog on the card. Amanda Nunes is a minus 900 favorite. Poirier is a minus 155 favorite. And Charles Oliveira is a plus 135. I like that. I like, man, if I'm betting and I never bet on MMA, I just, there's too much risk involved. It's too, there's not as much, you know, unless you're doing like Amanda Nunes and then minus 900 isn't worth betting. I'm not, I'm not betting $900 to win a hundred. That's stupid. Especially if she got caught slipping, she falls down, breaks a leg. You just never know. That's why I do not like betting on uh, MMA. But I, I, like, I like Oliveira. I think that's good money. Oliveira at 135 and Jeff Neal at 105. We'll see. I wish I, I, I keep committing myself to keeping up with the sport more because it's a great sport. I just, once I got so burned out on it, I, 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 I kind of gravitated away from it, but man, I got to get back into it because it is a fun sport to watch and keep up with. Um, What is this? What is thank God, JK? Just got here. D-Mata eats his corn cob long ways. <laughs> go Cowboys. <laughs> that was Cecilio. Go Army beat the crap out of Navy. Oh, that's a big one this weekend. I just can't get into that game. I can't. I know a lot of you... Like that game, I just, I need these teams to be a lot better than they are in order for it to attract my attention. I'm sorry. 
What do you want from me, people? But that's just that's just the facts. That's just that's just real talk. Uh, all right, hey, look, we got to do this. If you have a long talk question, did I not have the? Yeah, I don't have it. If you have a long, I don't really have anything for long talk. We hadn't done it in forever. But if you have a long question for me, let's go back to the nostalgia in the old days. Ask your long talk questions. Hashtag long talk, and I'll answer them. We got nothing else to do today. <laughs> Celio said Conor McGregor's return fight should be against Amanda Nunes. Oh, he'd lose. He'd lose. Fidel said, my job is buying pizza for lunch, um, eating better than some AAA teams. No shit. That's a fact. Uh, Taryn said, I'm an army vet, so I got to watch. It's fun, though. I I feel like that would be the case, Terrence. I feel like if you served, especially in the army or navy, that that you probably there's a sense of pride that you feel and a sense of of allegiance to these teams and dedication and all those things. So I get that. I totally get that. And it's not like one of those things where I'm judging you for liking the game. I think it's awesome. I love that people get excited about this game and watch it, but I've just I've sat down and watched a couple in the past and it always just ends up being ah. And I'm like, and my dad served in the Navy. Fidel said, go Navy, grew up in a Navy family. My dad was in the Navy. My uh, my grandfather was in the Navy. I think he was Navy. Oh, he flew blimps in World War II. It was weird. I don't, was that Air Force? I thought it was Navy. Anyways, I just can't. I can't. I just can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I try. But I think it's great the way that it's it's supported and hyped up though i do i do i i am appreciative of that because it should be um all right what did i miss i missed a bunch of infighting between cowboys fans and Motto. okay i didn't miss much after that so okay we're good we're we are we are all caught up let's get to some of these topics that i have over here uh, before we get to a break and then sit on the corner and do some dope because we are going to sit on the corner and do some dope today i promise you that uh, where's my topic list? Oh, we got to do this. Chris Reyes was mad. We didn't get to this yesterday. So we're going to get to this today. <clears throat> a couple of things here. Uh, this, I've been wanting to do this topic for a while now or all week. And we just never got to it. And this is the video of, well, you know what? Just watch zoom out. What the, what are we doing, ladies? What are we What are we doing? Have you Have you no self-respect, ma'am? 
Have you no shame, ma'am? Have you no... Why are you crying? Stop crying right now. It's ridiculous. She definitely got drunk. Why are you crying? You know, let me tell you. Let me tell you what the most... Let me tell you something. First of all, zoom out. Ladies, stop proposing to men. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Stop this. There is tradition. There is honor. There's pride in a marriage proposal. Stop this. No. No, no, ladies. No, look, Marsha and Shelby are already yelling at me. Why? 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 We're women. We can do no, no, no. We have, we have, we as a society, we have caved on everything. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. You're gonna hear me out on this, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna ignore the chat. I'm minimizing the chat because you're gonna hear me out on this. Paul said, Yeah, they're also dumbasses out there. Listen. You're going to hear, here Shelby goes, oh God, you're going to hear me out on this. I'm going to minimize the chat because I'll get distracted by it. Listen to me. Stop. Stop typing. We as a society have broken away from so many societal norms. And it's been for the betterment as, for us, of us as humanity. I truly believe that. I mean, there's been some bullshit. There's been some things and people that have been canceled that didn't need to be canceled. There's been some societal norms that have been changed that didn't need to be changed. But for the most part, we have advanced as a, as the human race and we're better than we were 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. I believe that. But one thing we cannot get away from, and I'm not talking about the sanctity of marriage. I'm not talking about not having gay marriage. If you're two dudes, one of you needs to propose. If you're two chicks, one of you is going to have to propose. So I'm not saying that chicks can't propose to other chicks. I'm saying if this is a cis male, cis female relationship and marriage is in the future, ladies do not fucking propose. You deserve the respect, you deserve the admiration, and you deserve the love of that man to get down on his knee and ask you to be his wife. And if he can't do that and doesn't want to do that and never does that, then you don't need or want to be with him. The only reason this dude is going to say yes is because he's at a fucking Colts game and he feels guilty as fuck. I promise you that marriage doesn't last. I promise you that. That dude, like, did you see the fucking jacket this football pimp was wearing? What the fuck kind of shit? What kind of broke ass Steve Harvey bullshit ass jacket? Look at that. Look, look at this. You're telling me, come on fam. Any dude that would wear that jacket out in public is not sticking around. He's got 13 other hoes in different area codes. This dude has the entire AFC. He's got a chick in every city. Come on, fam. He didn't even get up. And why is she crying? First of all, 
I'm not even going to tell you why I have trust issues with people with lip piercings. I'm not going to tell you that. Why is she so sad? What is happening? In, look at that ring. Look at that ring. Surprised it wasn't blue like the Colts. This is just, this breaks my heart. Like, bro, he, listen, can we be honest? He's laid that pipe so good. He's got her shook. Shook. She's like, I just want you. I just need you all to myself. I can't have you out here gallivanting around with these other hoes. Oh, white women use the word gallivant a lot. I just can't have you out here gallivanting around with all these other women's. I need you to be mine. Be mine's. Will you marry me, Bobby? Bobby's like, I can't tell this bitch no in a stadium full of people. I look, I'm the asshole. But if I wanted to marry you, I would have asked. And that's the point. If he wanted to marry her, he would have already asked. It's not one of the things like, well, we're just waiting for the time is right. No, the, if the time is right for the dude, he will ask you ladies. And I know ladies want to get married. It's like, but I love him and I want to ask him. And this is just, you're just, you're just pigeonholing a marriage proposal by gender. No, I'm trying to tell you, you deserve the respect and the love and the admiration of the man in the relationship to get down on one knee and say he wants to be with you for the rest of his life. You ladies deserve that. This is not about gender equality. This is about respect for the females in our lives that men should have for the women they want to spend the rest of their life with. You're not changing my mind. And this is not an old school, archaic way of thinking. This is about loving, honoring, and respecting women enough that if you want to commit to them, you do it. Now, you don't got to get down on one knee. I don't give a shit about that. But the fact of the matter is, if that dude hadn't proposed yet, he wasn't ready or he didn't want to. So her donning a camouflage Colts hoodie and getting a rubber gasket ring from Zales and getting her lip punched, pierced, whatever. And then getting her nails done. <laughs> oh my God. Will you please only have sex with me for the rest of your life? Because you're so good at it. It's really made me go out and buy a ring. <sighs> and like somebody said in the chat before I minimized it. Bro didn't even put his beard down. Are you kidding me? She, she's, oh my God, I love her so much. He's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I guarantee you. Look, y'all can say what you want. You can hate me if you want to hate me in this chat and say I'm a terrible person for saying this. But if this, if there was no sound, you know what this was? Will you marry me? Yeah. Yes, bitch, I'll marry you. Give me, come on, fuck. All right. Look, that's a kiss on the cheek. They didn't even fucking kiss. That's a, he kissed her on the cheek. Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? She just bared her soul in front of a stadium full of sad-ass Colts fans. And the best you could do, if this is her, instead of just straight in, thank you for the, this motherfucker said, whoop. Telling you. Somebody follow up for me in six months and see where they're at. I promise you, chat. I promise you. They're not where you think they're going to be. Now let's get to the chat because I'm sure there's some angry-ass people in here. Hey, you guys, you're insensitive. This is not okay, Barry. This is 2021. You've got to, you got to be more progressive. Uh, 
Man, fuck tradition and fuck pride, Dandy. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay, so we got, oh, God. <laughs> I knew this is, this is also why I saved this for Friday because I was like, man, I'm going to make everybody mad this week if I start saying how dumb this lady is for proposing to a man. I'm sorry. I'm not changing my mind on that. Be, be as progressive as you want. <laughs> March is like, oh, boy. <sighs> we done. Huh? Hell no. Women should never propose. Thank you, Cece. Thank you. Shelby said, you can't even put your dirty clothes in the hamper. So? Cece <laughs> said, plus his outfit. Nick said, oh, Shelby said, if they're happy, let them be happy. Okay. I just want her to get the respect she deserves. Nick said, who cares? I, oh, God. Here we go. Now, see. Some of y'all, there's always got to be one person that ruins the whole thing. Always has to be. Nick, this ain't that serious. So that was kind of the whole point is we're just fucking around. But there's always got to be one guy. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Let's all be serious for a second on this show where rarely do we ever fucking do anything serious. We need everybody to calm down. Uh, I'm sending this video to human rights orgs and PETA. Fucking bye. Alan said, I respected women four times. <laughs> he's not looking, but he's definitely, uh, he is not looking, but this is definitely top three bad takes. Oh, shut up, Dan. It's not a bad take. It's my opinion. How is, how is my opinion? A, it's my fucking opinion. Dan, I'm sure you have a plethora of social, political, and otherwise opinions that I would look at and go, Dan, do you have more than two brain cells in that stupid ass head of yours? It's not a bad opinion that you want women to be respected. Shut up, Dan. Donna said, we don't know their situation. Okay. Well, like he can't propose. Is that, by the way, she's got a fucking super long ass finger. Hold on. Watch to the end. Look at her middle finger. Look how long that thing is. Holy shit. That, that's like four feet. Good Lord. That's a very long finger. That's like E.T. long. That's scary long. Uh, Truck Driver Pookie said, I guess you don't care about equality, Barry. Oh, shut your whore mouth. Uh, Barry can talk on this because he can marry people. That's true. I am the minister of laughs. So, yeah, you guys can all suck it. Wait, this was at NRG? No, this was at a Colts game. I don't think this was NRG. I don't think it was. I'm not sure. Um, Dollar Store Chelsea Handler proposed a Goodwill Snoop. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. That is the most accurate. <laughs> that is the most accurate diss I've ever heard. Holy fuck. That's funny. Thank you. Paul's with me. Truth, Barry. Uh, thank you. Anyone that agrees with me is right. Anyone that disagrees with me is stupid. Okay. Just so we're clear. I, let's not, let's not mince words here. Uh, Nick said sugar mama maybe he could not afford a ring said Alan no then you don't need a ring to propose 
You can literally get down on one knee and said, listen. Listen. Dollar store Chelsea. How many Colts games have we been to? A lot. And these tickets aren't cheap. But I can't think of anyone that I'd rather watch Colts games with for the rest of my life than you. So I couldn't afford a ring. But that ring doesn't change the love that I have for you in my heart. Other than the Colts, I love you the second most. And so... Will you watch Colts games with me for the rest of our lives? Like, I mean, come on. You don't have to fucking, you don't need a ring. It's not about the ring. If you guys are, if, if, if the ladies in here that disagree with me are so progressive, then you wouldn't need a ring. So it wouldn't matter. Uh, what's up, Walt? I'm just getting in trouble with the ladies, you know, you know, typical show. Uh, I'm trying to get Shelby in because she's very passionate about this apparently. And ladies, don't wait on him if he's a bum because they will 100% drag you along for ages. Yeah, well, don't ask. Just get the fuck out. I'm telling you, there's no drag. Shelby, that's my whole point. You literally proved my point by saying this. If the dude never proposes, he's dragging you along. He doesn't want to marry you. I mean, there's obviously, there's no rule is 100%. No rule is 100%. There's always going to be one-offs. Frank said uh, they were probably together. They were probably together for 10 years. She was tired of waiting. Exactly my point. He doesn't want to marry her. He's just there for the ass, the grass, or the cash. Cece gets it. The kiss on the cheek says everything. Fuck, man. Thank you. Cheek kiss. Case closed. Does marriage really mean something at that age? Oh, fuck you, Flip. Yes, it does. Love means something. I don't give a fuck how old you are. I'll tell you I'll tell you where he'll be six months pregnant. <laughs> She's going to get him pregnant. That's a let's be friends kiss. See? See? What's up, Kevin? Thanks for being here, dude. Kevin said, just found you today, and you want to leave Facebook. Thanks, Barry. All right, Kevin. Well, first of all, you spelled it B-E-R-R-Y, not B-A. So, I mean, it's goddamn right there in the name of the show, Kevin. I'm going to need you to get your shit together. Kevin, you're definitely, I'm definitely not proposing to you, okay? But I appreciate you hanging out on Facebook. It's just, I don't know. There's not enough going on over there. The YouTubes is where it's at for now. Um... Aaron Little said, I prefer vagabonding over Galavan. Okay. Dandy Dan said, I agree with Shelby. No one cares, Dan, on this one. No one cares. No one's with you, Dan. Shut up. You and Shelby, just go stand in your little two-person progressive corner on this. Um, Let's see. Uh, He don't shame the... What? Hey, don't shame the yaoi hands. I don't know what that means. Maybe he has a bad knee and he can't, walk, can't talk. What? What? <laughs> It was NRG, look at the Texans fans. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, well, that's... You're getting caught up in the minutia of this, CC. You're, get, you're getting bogged down in the shit that don't matter. 
What matters is that this dumbass lady. <laughs> Kevin said, I fixed it, dick. <laughs> well, you can edit it in the comment, but once I get it, it's not. You, shut up, Kevin. Welcome to the show. Please don't leave. Um. Uh-oh, I'm the, boy, the comments are fast and furious. Do you see why I waited? Oh, yeah, Shelby said it was NRG. Uh, women proposing is a prime example of what's killing chivalry and hopeless romantics. That guy gets it right there. Justin Swinford for the win. How is it that we're having to fight some of these women and Dandy Dan just to be chivalrous? I don't understand that. Chuck Driver Pookie has a good point. As empty as it is, it's probably NRG. Okay. Um. Well, that was that was inappropriate. Flip. I'm not reading that. Uh, it's all in fun. Get your head out your boot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, what? Um. She probably kneeled down in peanut shells and spilled beer. That's a great point. Uh, my mom just came out of surgery. And all as well. I'm happy. Oh, dude, that's dope. Jose, congratulations, buddy. Uh, good to hear that. Hope hope uh, Mama is on the way to recovery. Dan Dan said it's reliance. Now, Demona said, if he hasn't asked after one year, you're wasting your time. Disagree on that. I disagree on that. Totally. Um, the lady's not something good to think about. Ooh, that lady's ass is not something good to think about. I don't know what that means. Uh, I feel like... I feel like the guy was extremely respectful because I'm sure when she leaned in for the kiss, he whispered, I thought I told you to wait in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Walt. <laughs> Walt, you're an asshole for that. <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> Bitch, I said, go sit two rows away. Why are you? Donna said, poor Sydney. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are wild, man. Y'all don't, that's not Walt. Walt is not like that at all. Um, Celio said 90% of the time when a woman proposes, the marriage ends up in divorce 100% of the time. Ah, I mean, I'm sure there's, because there might be situations, again, this isn't 100%, but there might be situations where it's like, the dude is shy or he's like, I don't want you to feel rushed. So when you're ready, you ask me and that's fine. That's fine. But this isn't that. I don't think this is that if you and your spouse have a discussion and it's like, look, Cheryl, I, I this is Bobby talking. I love you. I don't know why you would do that face to face. It's like, you know, I know who it is. Dumbass. But it's like, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but I, I know you just got divorced and you've got 11 D three kids and, and, and from 12 D three baby daddies, I don't know how you had an extra dad with one less kid. And the, the 13 of y'all live in a trailer. I think I just lost my head. Oh yeah. Losing my head. Boy, those batteries died fast. That's super weird. But you're like, I know you want to get married, but you're not ready yet. And that's fine. So you ask when you're ready and I'll be, I'll have an answer. Uh, and cause you never say, I'll say yes. You just ask when you're ready. Cause then 
she might go fucking crazy between now and then. And then you're like, hell no, now that I know you. So there's that opportunity, right? You say, look, I know you're not ready. I'm ready. So I'm not going to ask because I don't want you to feel uncomfortable and have to say no. And then it'd be a whole weird thing. So you ask when you're ready. But that's rare. That's rare. (sighs) Marty said, I have no problem with any woman proposing to me. I'll just have to ask my wife first. (laughs) Marty, let's go. Let's go. Kevin said, I lost you for a year and a half. I ain't going nowhere. Glad to be here. Hey, Kevin, man. Much appreciated, dude. Thank you. Uh, Tell me... Tell me no when I propose and we will stay together. Your turn to ask me. No. I'm sorry. I don't think. Look, I'm going to be honest. Nora is my soulmate, the love of my life. I couldn't. I I wouldn't want to be with anybody else. I can't picture my life without her. But if I ask you to marry me and you say no, I'm not asking again. And we probably ain't going to make it through that. Because now I get to deal with the rejection knowing that you are just waiting for other options at this point. You're waiting for something better. Well, but what if I'm not sitting my out? I'll help you. I'm just not ready for commitment. Then you ain't ready for me. (laughs) Why? I'm two for two on marriage proposals. I asked twice. They said yes twice. I'm one for two on mistakes. Um, but yeah, I think either way, if you turn down a marriage proposal, you should fully expect that person to leave. And if you get turned down, you should definitely bounce like hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, all right, we got to get to a break. I'm going to go get me a refill of my coffee because I definitely need a second cup. Ah, I just chugged it. It's cold. So what we're going to do is I've got a, um, I did take the time this morning to put together a video for you to watch. So you're not bored. This is last week's Barry on sports, which you can watch every Saturday on CW 39 at 10 PM as part of the Houston sports show, the show I produce and co-host with Rachel Von Oranje. Um, But Barry on sports is a segment from that. If you haven't seen it, it's three minutes of me telling sports jokes written by my, my funny friends. So check it out. And I'll be back. I'm going to go make some coffee. You guys sit on the corner and do some dope. And then we'll be back with more show because we still got another video and a lot more topics to discuss. So stick around. This is Barry Deck. I'm your host, Bigger Laminac. Don't go anywhere. I'll see you in a second. I'm Barry Laminac. And this isn't what happened in sports this week. Let's start in the NBA where fans are upset that the movie King Richard, the story of Venus and Serena's dad, wasn't about the tennis superstars themselves, but in all fairness, they were also mad that Space Jam was about illegal aliens. (laughs) Gotta love living in Texas. In other sports news, big news in college football this week as Lincoln Riley is leaving Oklahoma for USC and Brian Kelly announced he would be leaving Notre Dame and taking over at LSU. Kelly apparently left his players uh, a text message to let them know he was leaving and Lincoln Riley felt that was too impersonal so he made him a goodbye TikTok instead. High school receiver Joey Asiardo did backflips before the snap in a game to distract his opponents long enough for his team to score. Hey, hey, hey.
Rumor has it that after seeing the video, Texans have made several offers to Cirque du Soleil. This seemed to work better than the usual game plan for the Texans, which is just lay down for their opponents. A scuffle broke out in the tunnels during the game between Michigan and Ohio State. got to get some more bathrooms in that stadium. <laughs> Last week, Army tried to steal Navy's goat mascot, but came away with the wrong animal. Instead of the current mascot, they got a broken down old goat on its last Oh no, I'm sorry, that's the wrong story. This is about Cam Newton and the Panthers. Sorry. <laughs> California Riverside School for the Deaf had a great year going all the way to the championship game before losing. And they said that the secret to their success was hard work a real team feeling, and the fact that the California School for the Blind was in their division. Wait, and you thought the AFC South was weak? The Georgia Bulldogs defensive tackle Jordan Davis, who is 6'6 and 340 pounds, scored a touchdown this week when his team had him line up at running back. As much as they block him and know how tough he is to defend against, they say, hey, big man, get in the zone. It was the best use of fat since bacon. And finally, Antonio Brown has been suspended three games for providing a fake vaccine card to the NFL as proof of his vaccination. Brown couldn't believe they figured it out, but the NFL was like, dude, it says you got the Jackson and Jackson shot. <laughs> Brown was like, why y'all tripping? I also got the Medea shot too. Can't wait to see Medea goes on a respirator. I'm Barry Laminac. That's not what happened in sports this week. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed.
back to hour number two-ish of Barry on Deck. We got a little late to the break, but I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't can go have sex with yourself. What can I tell you? Why would you Why would you leave during the break? Sorry, I thought my light was on or something. It looked weird, funky out here. I really want to get, I want to get one of those. Okay, so let me zoom out here. So this, <clears throat> the way this looks, I want to get, so this office door that I have, I'm just make this all wonky here. You see the office door? So all that sunlight comes in from the front door, which is over here, and just washes out this whole side of the room. It gets all washed out. Like the other side over here is nice and dark. So what I want to do is I want to get some, um, one of those barn door things that slides, like even Norris, but we can't figure it out. Like it's, it's kind of wonky. In the, in the in that room, boy, this is this wide angle lens is crazy, isn't it? Look at that, that's insane. All right, that's that's a weird angle though. Let me. Uh oh, now I got jacked it all up. Now I got to fix all that. Yeah, but you see how like that's all the light spills in right there. I hate that. It just ruins the whole motif ambiance. Destroyed my whole setup here. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Hey, Kevin over on Facebook said something. And, and, and Kevin, you did miss the discussion of this. But he said, get some curtains. Eh, they look kind of raggedy. Then it would just look like some fucking weird. Especially oh, in front of the office door. Then it would look like some weird, like, uh, oh, is this where you guys keep the porn videos? They just have some 70s beads up there and shit. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, there's another checkout counter in here. How convenient. <laughs> My my wife, like, at least those barn door things are, like, legitimate doors. You know what I mean? Like, those are actual decorative doors. Okay, I just fucked my whole setup up here. Whatever. Uh, all right, so Kevin, over on the goddamn corner doing dope. Uh, Kevin over on Facebook said, hey, I came here for lawn talk. Uh, I better not be disappointed. Well, he didn't say it like that. It wasn't as aggressive as that, but he was like, I want some lawn. So here's the deal, Kevin. I don't have a lawn top, lawn talk topic per se, but if you have a question, all you have to do is put hashtag lawn talk and then ask your question. I will see it in the chat and, uh, and I will answer it. Uh, I saw where somebody asked and asked me anything about anything, which is hashtag AMAAA. It was Steven, the weather guy. And he said, how did you propose to Nora? And we, uh, we will, I will discuss that. And we're going to get into NFL week 14, by the way. So don't, if you're expecting sports, it's Friday. Okay. We're going to get to it. You know how the show works by now. Um, so the way I proposed to Nora was we were, we started dating in 1998. And I think I proposed in like. 2000 I think so we were still in that apartment it may have been 2001 and then we got married in 2004 but the way I proposed was Nora we had a cat already we had this cat named Sebastian Nora loves cats it's why I have cats and why I got into cats I wasn't a cat person until I met Nora and now I love cats I think they're awesome animals but at the time, I was a dog guy. I was just, you know, I was typical macho. Hey, cats are stupid. Only dogs are okay. Dogs are for pussies. I mean, cats are for pussies. Okay, you get it. So I was that guy. And then 
we I met Nora and we got Sebastian and I was like, oh man, cats are cool. So Nora loves cats. So what I did is we had been talking about uh, getting a another cat. So what I did is I went down to this place where we would always take Sebastian to get fixed or get, you know, go to the doctor or whatever, the vet. And it was called Just Cats. And it's where we met our current vet, who Todd Hayden, who also owns a hop scholar up here in Spring. And so I go to Just Cats and they have a litter of kittens. And I find one and it's the cutest little kitten. And I get her and um, I take the ring and I put it on her collar. So it's kind of like you see it on the collar. And so I go home and I'm like, hey, I call her. I'm like, hey, can you come help me? Can you just meet me at the door? I need you to help me. So she, I've got the stuff and like, I'm, I hand this stuff to Nora. Like, would you go put that on the counter? It was just like groceries or whatever. And so she does. And while she's doing that, I run back to the car and I grab what will become Sarah, the cat. I come back in. And she walks around the corner and I'm, I'm holding Sarah and she's like, Oh my God, you got another cat. And she's so excited. And I was like, well, yeah, come get it. And as she walks over, I got down on one knee and I held Sarah up and now you can see the ring. And I just said, I love you. And I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And I can't imagine spending my life with anyone else. Uh, you're my best friend and my soulmate. We marry me. And she was like, eh. <laughs> and she was like, but I love this cat. And I was like, okay, but you know, you got a total catch right here. She's like, yeah, but the cat. And then I was worried because I didn't think about this, but when that cat died, I was like, oh, I hope that cat wasn't like a symbol of our love. And now our love died with that cat. I'll tell you what though she was absolutely fucking heartbroken because she, that cat was like her best friend even more than me because I was on the road a lot doing comedy and everything else <laughs> Aaron and then she kissed me on the cheek <laughs> of course I'll marry you actually I was holding the cat and she kissed the she kissed me through the cat she was just like okay come on kitty we're new best friends Oh, Cece, I hate you so much. Oh, that was perfect. Get out of here. Who the fuck is that guy? I'm just giving you all of them. No, you don't get that one. Oh, shit, my drum roll broke. Let's see what else I got. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. There you go, Cece, you get all those. <laughs> Fidel said, who the fuck is cutting onions in here? Demonda said, why did the cat die? Old age. This is an old age. She was 17. The other fucking cat we had that we bought before that one fucking lived to be 21. That son bitch was part turtle. I was like, he was blind. I'm like, I wanted him to go to the light. He couldn't fucking see it. Old ass cat. He fucking stuck around for 21 years. We had, we lived with that. Nor and I were only together for 20 we we so Nora and I started dating in like August of 1998. Our first date was August 13th, 1998. I still know that. And we got so bad. We moved in together 
in like May or April of 99, we knew, I was like, I knew, I was like, oh, I'm it. This is it. This is the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. I knew that five months in. And then a couple months later, we got Sebastian. So literally that cat was with Nora and me for our entire relationship. So the first 21 years, it was always the three of us. Then we got Sarah. Sarah died. And then Sebastian died. And then it was just me and Nora. And we were like, this is this is weird. It's just the two of us. It's never been just the two of us. What are we going to do? Do we have to talk to each other? All right, Aaron. Tell a little, little. I said hello. Have a good one, buddy. Have a great weekend. So there's the story. Uh, and I saw this. Uh, Flip said they have a product called Smart Glass. has a remote that lets you dim your glass. I need to look into that. I wonder how much. I may have to get new doors, but that might not be a bad idea. That'd be a pretty dope option. Actually, uh, maybe I'll look into that. Good job, Flip. All right, let's talk some NFL. Let's let's talk some sports. I wanted to actually, you know what? Real quick, I wanted to talk about this Michael Strahan thing. I have thoughts on this. So, if you hadn't heard, Michael Strahan is going to ride a dildo into space. And why? Why is it so black? By the way, why is it all burnted on? Like, is that a vein? By the way, on that spaceship, do you see it going across there? Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Anyways, Michael Strahan is headed to space. Are we really going to call it space? Are we really are we really going to say it's space? Really? I just I talked about this last night on Sports Riot and I know a lot of you guys uh maybe can't make the show or don't watch it and I had planned on talking about it on this show it just happened to come up. But the fact of the matter is, you don't get to say you've gone to space if you just go whoop Hey, but I hit weightlessness for like 30 seconds. Cool. I can do that at the pool. I, 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 I think it's cool. I'm not, I'm not, you know, talking shit about Michael Strahan, but are we really going to count this as he's not an astronaut. He's not going to space. He's space adjacent. Right. It's like running the, the half marathon and telling people you ran the marathon. It's like, I don't know. I was going to say something gross and sexually disgusting, but I'm not going to do that. But I, I don't think this counts. He's going to. <laughs> Holy shit, Fidel. <laughs> Fidel said he's going to the lobby of space. <laughs> that is hilarious, Fidel. Oh, my God. Oh, that is too funny. God, that's funny. Uh, that rocket seems like something from Spaceballs. It does, right? It's like Lord Helmet's escape pod. I don't, I just think it's weird that it's burnt and has a vein on it, and it it looks like the 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 car from the ambiguously gay duo. It's just super weird. Shelby said it looks like Minecraft villain. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Oh, Chris said I know a glass guy. Oh, yeah, I do need to talk to Josh. I don't know how that would work, but it's not a bad idea. Looks like Dr. Evil's rocket, says Cisco. That's a good point, Cisco. Um, <laughs> He's going to the lobby of space is so funny, Fidel. You have no idea. Uh, Cece with a, with a chat. She said, hey, ch- hey, child. Just got confirmation they let my kids on the plane in Amsterdam. Babies are coming home. Let's go! That's badass. 
That is badass. Congratulations, Cece. Very happy for you. Um. Oh, yeah. Cece said Omicron had us pooping bricks. Yeah, no shit, right? Virginia, but we said it's like it's like counting the airport for a connecting flight and saying you visited the city. Oh my god, yes! Yes! It's like, oh, we have a layover for two hours in Chicago. Yeah, I've been to now I've been to I've been to 700 cities. No, you haven't! You've had a fucking layover in Chicago. Michael Strahan has a layover in space. You guys are so great with the analogies, man. So good. I love it. Uh uh, oh, I'm trying to catch up here. Let's see. Yes, they were keeping her at the airport. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Um, <laughs> look at Jen. Hey, so smoking gooder. Uh, do you have an email? <laughs> she's not. She's a bulldog, fam. She's a bulldog. Rob said, hey, fam, checking in uh, from a parking lot in Uvalde, Texas, about to burn some meats. Dude, was that the thing I saw with the big-ass crane on your TikTok? By the way, y'all should go follow them on TikTok. Uh, it's a good follow. Was that the the blue hat crane thing? That, that thing is fucked. That's what you have to use to set up? Man, you are next level shit, Rob. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Uh, we need to do like a decade get together at one of your events. Faux show. Uh, you have to have layovers to cross the gap. Okay. Now, God damn it, Philip. We're not going to start taking personal attacks on the good name and face of Michael Strahan. I'm a big Strahan fan. You got you to gotta admire what that dude did. I mean, just a regular-ass football player. Look what he's parlayed that into. And now everybody wants to be Michael Strahan, right? You got, uh, who's the dude that joined the CBS morning crew? I, I forget his name, but I was like, you're just a dollar general, Michael Strahan now. That's all you're being. But but uh, I think they're they're blowing this out of proportion a little bit. Yeah, uh, Donna says Stray's my guy. I hope he's going to be safe. Me too. I, I'm a big Michael Strahan fan. I'm not a big fan of telling people you went to space when you boop, but I'm a big Strahan fan, so I'm not holding it against him. Nate Burleson. Thank you, Justin Swinford. Nate Burleson. Speaking of Justin Swinford, producer Justin reminded me earlier that I need to tell you guys about Dan's Seafood and Wings. If you want the best bold spicy shrimp, the best low mein, the best wings. Man, I'm telling you right now, Amos said, dude, the wings are legit. In fact, the wings are so legit. Uh, my barber, j Row, he had been meaning to try Dan's forever. Here's the story about Dan's. j Row had been meaning to try Dan's forever. He finally messaged me one day. He's like, hey, man, me and the kid were at Dan's. What should I get? I was like, oh, bro, how much time do you have? What do you feel like? What do you want? So we talked about it. And he's like, man, the kid just wants wings. I was like, well, I hear the wings are great. I've had them once. I enjoyed them. But, you know, everybody's different when it comes to wings. So j Row gets the wings and said, dude. Swings are legit. He said, my, and I'm in his chair. He's cutting my hair and he literally tells me this. And he doesn't have to tell me this, but he says, you know what? My wing place just closed. I, this might be my new go-to wing place. That says a lot. If a dude has a wing place and he's replaced said wing place with this, that tells you how good the wings are. And don't even get me started on the seafood. Nora won't eat seafood from anywhere else. She won't get boiled spicy shrimp. If we don't go and get boiled spicy shrimp from Dan's, we're not having seafood in this house. Period. End of story. A lot of you love Dan's and a lot of you haven't tried it yet. And I implore you, do yourself a solid, deckheads. Go try Dan's. Uh, log on to their website, eataddan's.com. Follow them on Instagram. It's much easier. And it's free. Just It's free to follow people. I don't know if you know that or not. 
But man, the food porn on their Instagram is amazing. So go check it out. It's two locations for you. One on the southwest side of Houston over there on South Gessner. And then you have the other location on the northeast side off of Uvalde Road, which is my go-to. Uh, it's worth the trip no matter where you're at in the city of Houston because it's the best seafood in the city. Give them a try. It's Dan's Seafood and Wings. Make sure you put some Dan's in your mouth. Oh, Cece said Jen and I almost had Dan's today. What happened? What happened? Oh, Shelby said when he pretended to fix his gap, it was, uh, that was so corny. Straight. And Jen said Strahan's come a long way. Yeah. I, I like the dude, man. I, I think I, I admire his hustle and his gumption and what he's been able to accomplish from just a football player, just a football player. That ain't easy because people love to pigeonhole you, you know, like, and this is just a random example that popped in my head. But once you're Dwight Schrute, you're kind of always Dwight Schrute, right? Once you're Big Dumb Jock, you kind of get pigeonholed into Big Dumb Jock. But I think Strahan was kind of leading the charge of, hey, I'm more than just a football player. Uh, Nick said, um, on TV, they have been saying Edge of Space. Yeah, but... Everywhere else you see, uh, oh, they're going to space. Hey, Dandy Dan, love you, bud. Hope you get to feeling better. I know you're GTSS, man. We're all rooting for you, for real. Despite your stupid take on marriage, we love you. <laughs> Have a good one, buddy. Have a great weekend. Sean, I did see that. I feel like I'm neglecting the sports talk, but you guys want to talk about everything but the NFL 14 schedule, don't you? So, okay. If you guys are just going to keep bringing up topics then we're just going to keep talking about them if you guys are just jonesing for nfl 14 preview let me know in the comments and we'll we'll do that but we can talk about this other shit that's fine <clears throat> um just checking okay we're good on the pod bean we're good on the the youtubes yeah i'm glad you brought that up sean um Oh, Tony had asked earlier, by the way, was I going to get UFC 269? So Eric Resendez asked on Podbean earlier, Tony, and you probably were busy, and that's okay because this shit happens. Uh, I I uh, I saw the card. I talked a little bit about the the main event, the, the Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira fight, Amanda Nunes, biggest uh, favorite on the card. So, yeah, I'm probably going to get it, though. It looks like a really good card. Uh, Jeff Neal's a guy I watched come up through the ranks here in Houston. Uh, Cody Garbrandt as a, as a guy I like to watch fight. Sean O'Malley's a good watch. So I think I'm going to order the fight and uh, give it a watch. So we'll probably have some discussion about it afterwards. Um, CZ said edge of space, wedge of space, wedge salad, toss salad. I ain't going to space. <laughs> and the only reason I read that is because Joe Pro goes, <laughs> I can see Joe Pro like sitting here very calmly. Almost like a psychologist. And he just goes, I am fascinated by the way your brain operates, Crystal Collins. <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, dude, that would be dope, Walt. If I wasn't so fucking exhausted... I would have a fight party. I, here's the thing, though. So Friday or Saturday at 5 p.m., I'm getting my flu shot and my booster shot. 
my Pfizer. So I'm probably going to be dead to the world. Plus, I have a meeting with um, with my guy Todd, who uh, owns Hop Scholar and Rayford Animal Wellness Clinic. Uh, we're going to try to do another comedy show. He was talking about getting a podcast going. So we got a lot of, he's supposedly sponsoring the show. I mean, he's already paid for it. We just haven't linked up yet. So we got a lot to get to. So going to be, and I got a, a private tonight. And the tea, so yeah, probably not, probably not a thing. Um, I wish I could though. Cause I would love that. That God, I need that. I just need to relax and chill and, Walt's well, a good hang too. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the fight, but I'll probably just chill out and smoke a cigar and watch on the back porch. Now, to answer your question, uh, who asked that? Sean, did you see the Pat McAfee deal? Sean, you have no idea how much I needed to see that video at that moment. Seriously, seriously. Um. If you guys didn't hear Pat McAfee, he had been sponsored by FanDuel and they had a deal going and, and you know, he's Pat McAfee is, is it for me, for what I do, Pat McAfee is kind of the gold standard. Like I want to get this show. I would love for this show to, to, to meet those or to come close to the standards that he does from a fun perspective and, and everything else. Uh, I love the show. Obviously he's, it's a different angle because I'm a comedian and he's an athlete. And so it it's a little different dynamic, but the way he does it and what he does and the fan base and, you know, he's a genuinely good dude. And I try to be a genuinely good dude. He's funny. I try to be funny. He's uh, philanthropic. I try to be philanthropic. He's, he's diverse. I try to be diverse. I mean, like he's, he's a guy I look up to. So when I saw his announcement yesterday, if you didn't hear or see, uh, CC's a big fan of Pat McAfee. Um, he, he had signed a new deal with FanDuel and he made a video and he was basically like, well, I didn't think this would get here. I bet on myself. I gambled on myself. I tried to get a show on networks and network TV didn't want me. So I started with Barstool and then I branched off and did my own thing. And a bunch of these dudes moved to Indiana with me and this crew, they, they bet on me and I bet on myself and we bet on us. And we started this show and three years we've grown and blown up and he used to travel and do all these things. And it was actually interesting to hear him talk about what he did because it made me think on a smaller scale, I should be doing the same things. Cause he was like, you know, I would do college game day. I would do this thing. I would do that thing. And I was like, I I'd probably need to try to do that. I mean, I have the TV show, but I probably need to be doing more things that are sports adjacent on other podcasts, which that was already the plan. I'm going to try to start doing more other, other people's shows. Uh, in 2022. So if you know of a good sports podcast, by the way, that you think I should ask to be a guest on, let me know. And let's be realistic. Don't be like, you should ask Pat McAfee. Okay. It's not going to happen. Um, so anyways, he announced that he has a new deal with FanDuel. And what he said was, and then I talked to my wife and I was like, well, what are we going to do? Like, we're set. We're set. This, this venture has set us for life. So what should we do? And he starts, he goes, so I just thought, you know what? We're just going to give back. Let's go, let's go all the way back to my beginnings and everybody that shaped me and mold me and helped me become the person I am and put up with me and dealt with me and got me to this point. 
because so many people had a hand in that. And he was like, so my, my junior high, I'm giving them $100,000 to renovate. I'm giving my elementary, I'm giving them 100000 And he just started naming coaches, sports programs, and just started passing out $150,000 here, $100,000 there, a quarter of a million dollars to this program. He set up like a $2 million fund over here. It was amazing. And it, you know, there's some people that will do that. And the only reason they're doing it is because they want you to know that they're good. They're a good person. Like I'm giving back. And you just don't get that vibe with Pat McAfee. I think he genuinely enjoys helping people. I genuinely enjoy helping people there. It, it, it makes you feel good that you can take whatever platform you have, no matter how big or small it is and do some, some good for people and do some good for our community and our, you know, our fellow human beings. I derive a lot of joy from helping people. Um, and, and so I think that showed. And he was just, it was amazing, man. Oh, man. He said, I think I was emotional wreck because of the kids. He made me ugly cry. It was crazy. And then he was like, Mom, Dad, you're millionaires now. I'm giving you all a million dollars. Like, it was just, he was passing out millions of dollars. Well, come to find out. So he does, you got to go watch it. It's on his channel. I think he's live right now. Some bitch. I'm coming for you, Pat. Anyways, um, he basically signed a new deal with FanDuel. He's going to be moving into their studios. And they said, they reported now. He goes, I'm not going to tell you how much the deal's worth, but somebody will leak it. $30 million. $30 million. A former punter with a great personality parlayed a career in the NFL as a punter into a $30 million media deal. That's amazing. That's outstanding. Uh, hey, good luck, Mark. We're rooting for you, buddy. He said, walking into the MRI center. Hope uh, for good news later, y'all. Good luck, dude. Uh, we're rooting for you, man. Hope everything goes well. Remember, don't move. Jen said, so what you're saying is I'll be rich one day. Yes. Jen, trust me. When that $30 million mark deal comes for Barry on deck, guess who the first person I'm breaking off some Yes. Yes. I mean, it's going to be way better paydays than I'm giving you now. I'll tell you that. I think y'all know me well enough to know. I've always said that. This sounds corny. And this is going to sound really corny. But I swear to you, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I've told Nora this. I wish I was rich. Not, I mean, yeah, it's good to be taken care of. It's good to be to know you never have to. Like right now, doing what I do, it's kind of a week-to-week thing. It's like, oh, shit, what do we, okay. I mean, thank God Nora's thing is stable, but for me personally, my job, my role or my job as an entertainer with comedy being what it is, it's a very week-to-week thing. I have the steady TV thing. This show is kind of steady. It's the comedy money that you, you got good months, bad months, good weeks, bad weeks. So, you know, but I told Nora, I wish I was rich, not just because of the stability but it, how how dope would it be just to be able to help people whenever you wanted to? Just like man, you see a you see someone struggling, or you see a a, a a somebody trying to do something good for the community. You just walk over there and go, "Hey, let me help you." I don't need the accolades. It just just let me help you. I want that. I want that. I want that. I I, I mean, I, I want to be rich for a lot of reasons. I want to be wealthy for a lot of reasons. 
But one of the big ones is I want to help people, man. That would just be so dope. So to watch Pat McAfee, you guys don't understand. I'm literally watching that. It's making me tear up just thinking about it. But I'm literally watching that thinking, man, I want that so bad. Not the success. I mean, yeah, I want the success. Not the fame. But the fact that he was able to go and help all of those people. So amazing. It was just the dopest video ever. And I really needed to see that. Especially after yesterday's talk about what we talked about. So it was fucking amazing. It really was. So congrats to Pat McAfee, man. Great, great things uh, happening to what seems like a great dude. A genuinely great dude. And he's good at what he does, too. He's very good at what he does. He's funny and entertaining, and that's what it's all about. Uh, Philip Bernard said, I love him. He's fun to watch on the show. He's entertaining as hell as a WWE commentator. Just a good guy. Yeah, he seems like a genuinely fun and good dude. And it's like, that's what I want to come across as, too. Even if you guys don't think I'm a good dude. I literally want, like, I'm telling you, Pat McAfee is the gold standard for what I do. For what I do. So, it's pretty dope. It was it was really dope to see. Um, so, hopefully one day I can mimic that. And you guys are, you guys will be the reason that I'm able to do that. Uh, all of you. Every single one of you. All right. I guess we don't have any long talk questions because I've seen nobody, nobody ask a long talk question. So, okay, I guess we're not going to do long talk. Sorry, Kevin, if that's what you tuned in for. You gets none if you don't ask, buddy. Um, all right, let's see. So we did stray hand. I did want to talk about this briefly. We've only got like eight minutes left in the show, and I've got to get, I've got to be out of here. I got too much shit to do. But I wanted to talk about, let's see, the non-sports. Yeah, we're good. This was pretty wild. I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a video out. But um, so some guy ran onto the pitch uh, of a match during Chelsea's UCL match. Bye, CC. I love you, boo-boo. Have a fantastic weekend. I'm so excited you're going to go pick up your babies for real. Uh, you guys have a fantastic weekend. I'm glad y'all are reconnecting. What is uh what is this? Uh oh, I'm on the wrong page. That's why. Oh, that was like a long time ago. Uh oh, CC, you're so sweet. She said you do that already. Thank you, Boo Boo. Jen, Justin, you guys are sweet. Uh hey, Shelby said, gotta go pick up the baby. Shot time. Have a good weekend. Love you, Shelby. Love you, girl. <laughs> Tony said if you end up rich, I just want a year supply of cauliflower rice. Done. 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 Say no more, fam. I promise you. Done. Um, Sam Carey is the girlfriend of one of our Dash players, Kristen Mewis. Okay. So, Sam Curry said. So, Sam Kerr was in a game, and this dude runs on the field, and he's running around, acting a fool. Cece said, that was a long time ago. Why I couldn't go to dance. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I was on the wrong page. That's on me. I fucked. I got to be a better host. Pat McAfee would have never made that mistake. Anyways, he would also stay on point, on task. So, Sam Kerr on the pitch. This dude runs on the pitch. He's acting a fool. He's taking selfies. He's being a dick. Just genuinely disruptive. Thinks he's cool. Has his mask down like an asshole. He's like, well, I'm doing this for the gram. Ha <laughs> ha. So Sam Kerr goes over, that's picture number two in the top right square, and shoulder checks his ass. 
And when he shoulder checks him, he like goes down in a heap. Like while he's doing the selfie, he doesn't see it. So she she checks the dude to knock him down because security isn't even after him. They're not even on the field. So he shoulder checks her. He goes down. Bottom left picture. She walks away. Ha ha. His feet are over his head. By the way, there's a save for a few uh, situations. Generally, it's a bad idea if your feet are over your head. Again, save for a few delicate situations. But she checked his ass. And he goes head over heels. And so what does she get for her effort? The fucking referee hits her with a yellow card. What? The referee hits her with a yellow card for checking a dude for, I don't know what you call it. It's not a check. That's a hockey term. Bro, how the fuck are you going to give her a yellow card? Bro, it was a female referee. How are you going to give her a yellow card for doing security's job? (laughs) <laughs> Joel, he did flop. Son wrote a joke for that for to this week's Barry on Sports. Man, even the fans are flopping in soccer. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, I, that's the thing. CC said that dude wouldn't even play. How do you get a yellow card for something that didn't happen during play to an opposing team? What a dumbass move by the ref. I don't know if they like. Can you? I don't know if can you rescind a yellow card? Can you be like, oh my bad, fam. I jumped the gun. I was a little. I was a little. Had an itchy trigger finger. So, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, that was just crazy. me. Just another reason to hate soccer. Just another reason. What a stupid-ass sport. Could you imagine if a streaker runs on the baseball field and, and Jordan Alvarez just shoulder tackle Dr. Death Steve Williams style, hacksaw Jim Duggan style, bam! And the guy goes down and then umpire Joe West is like, hey, you're out of here. What? Do your job, security. Tony said you can appeal a yellow after the match. Well, that's that's just fucking stupid. What's up, Candace? Good to see you, sweetie. Thanks for being here. Just wrapping up the show, actually. Got two minutes and then I'm out. But good to see you. Thanks for being here. Uh, over on the book of faces. She could have been saving the ref's life. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. And yeah, calm down, Sean. We're not we're not getting too much into the soccer talk. Just just the one. Just that's my that's my quarterly soccer talk. Uh Dimato said, Barry, you are helping people now. I could have been uh I could have been having a shitty ass day. Uh, and that happens often with disabled kids and watching you life is better. Oh, buddy, I love you, man. Thank you for that. That was very kind of you. Hey, that's Candace from Zoe's Outreach. Shut up! Candace from I didn't realize I there's I have another Candace I guess I should have checked the spelling I have another Candace uh, Johnson and there's the James okay well that's dope Candace I'm excited I'm excited Candace got some big things popping for you can't wait to help man it's gonna be it's gonna be outstanding Candace all right so speaking of getting out of here I gotta get out of here I gotta go prep for this show. I gotta finish the script. I gotta iron my clothes. I got a gig tonight at Bay City. If you're in Bay City, well, it's a private, never mind. I'm doing a show for a, a, a some high school. I don't know what it is. I did their show last year for Christmas. They're private. So it's like a private party. 
just going to make fun of school teachers for an hour. It's all the teachers and principal from the school down by Bay City. Starts with a V. I don't know what it is. Nonetheless, Donna, you have a happy weekend as well. Flip, appreciate you, buddy. Candace, thanks for stopping by. Wallace, Marsha. Thank you guys so much, man, for making this show possible every single day. I love every single one of you, even the dumb ones. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, good golf, good tennis, or whatever makes you happy. Nah, for real. Thanks for being here. Do me three favors until I see you guys on Monday. Uh, enjoy your weekend, but that's not the favor. Be safe. Be kind. Most important. Love each other.